Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Sisters, I got to watch a great movie last night. I bet I can guess what it was. Oh, oh I, can't, I can't. I'm okay. Josie what? and the Pussycats. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's right, because your husband was tweeting yeah. about it. <laughs> he was. And he picked it. He said, I have a movie that I have to watch for a podcast that I'm listening to. And so I need you to watch it with me, but I don't think you'll mind. And I said, okay. And then he turned on Josie and the Pussycats. You only would have been happier if it would have been The Princess Bride. Yes, that's true. The only movie. (laughs) But Sid, you should should know that the, the soundtrack came out on Spotify not too long ago. I heard that. Somebody tweeted that. I can't. I've got to get it gotta get on that yeah yeah because i forget how good that music is it's so good it's so up my it so speaks to me and like generationally like it's very much like yes yes i feel all of this music i feel mm-hmm. this this pop I, I say punk with a little p <laughs> it is a little it's a, a little baby p punk it's p P spelled P E A. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little, it's a little punk. Uh, I love it. I love the movie. I love how self-aware it is. It's so funny. I love the fashion. I love everything about it. It's amazing. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. It is a good movie, but it's just one of those movies that I think doesn't bridge that generational divide as well as maybe some others because there are some movies from your all's like your your adolescence that I watch. I'm like. Yeah, that's a good movie, and I'll watch that willingly. And there are some movies that you show me, I'm just like, yeah, but like, it's just so 90s. It's so 90s. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It's so 90s. Well, it's because it's because though I think the concept that like, uh, corporate America is secretly trying to sell teens. Oh things my gosh, that through <laughs> that's subliminal the messaging. Whole I think that that we're we're at a point where you accept. Riley, I understand corporate America is trying to sell me things in every facet of my day to day life. Well, but not only that, I think that your generation. Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like that you willingly engage yeah. with those well, vehicles, like influencers, is yeah. one of the main thing I think about. Like, how do you know what's cool, what's trendy? There are a lot of influencers that's who what are social paid media is. to to tell you. Yeah. Or show you, um, and you willingly engage with that system For sure. in full knowledge that this is what's yeah. happening. Like you don't really think that celebrity loves that lipstick brand above all else. You know that somebody paid oh, them. Well, it's, it's not subliminal anymore because on all those posts, you have the little top thing where it's like, "This post is a paid sponsorship." Right. Like, right. I know these people are getting paid for this, and I—I I mean, it's even just ads you see on Twitter, or Instagram that are like just straight up advertisements. I'm still going to buy things <laughs> that look good. If I hey, see a YouTuber I watch whose hair looks really shiny, I'm still going to buy their shampoo. They could have saved... The, the, the whole plot of that movie would be ruined by today's current generation. It would. They're like, you don't need subliminal messages. Just tell us what you want us to buy. We they probably just, will. They could have just paid Josie and the Pussycats for a sponsored ad on their Instagram page. Orange is the new pink. Yeah. Okay. Just wear, their, <laughs> wear that and then post about it and we'll pay you a hundred thousand dollars like that's all that would have been the whole movie it would have been like you can keep making your music just make this sponsored instagram post and maybe like include us in your next like music video somewhere their outfits are really jerkin oh was was one of the subliminal messages orange is the new pink yes yeah so that leads me to question wait where's the or the color orange lobby that paid for that advertising You know what's that's funny? That's not a product. That's just a color. <laughs> that's you know a color. You know what's that's a funny? good question. Uh, they, nobody in the um, movie, none of the advertisers in the movie paid to be in the movie. Really? Well, if you look, I mean, that's part of the joke, right? Like yeah. the movie is just covered in branding. In product placement. Con- yeah, right. yeah, constant product placement as soon as they become famous. Right. And uh, that's part of like the, the joke nobody paid for that which makes sense because there's so many brands constantly being presented i can see where it's like you're not featuring mcdonald's right it's just there next to the target and uh i don't know all of the 90s makeup brands and clothing brands and 
I guess that makes sense. A lot of yeah. a lot of like shiny, glittery, pleathery things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was that. It was that mm. uh, early two thousands is what we're really talking about. <laughs> yeah. all, all items of, of clothing were made from the same like pink to lavender goo, full of glitter, just, <laughs> just expelled in different pa- platforms. It, it really is. It really, but I, I gotta, I gotta be honest. When I see those clothes that they're wearing, it's so. And even the clothes that they wear before they like become famous, like their casual looks. Uh, Melody and all those handkerchief tops. Tara Reed wearing all those handkerchief tops and those low cut yeah. pants. Yeah, I look at that and that still speaks to like, oh, I want to wear that. Like that's still my <laughs> gut uh, because that's so ingrained and in, like that's cool. That's so cool. I so want to look like. I, I don't know why, but like that. That is where I come from. Yeah. I connect to that so deeply that it's like a subconscious thing I can't even control. I think mm. maybe Charlie's generation is going to be that one that brings back those fashion trends. Because my generation, we've already established, has brought back all that, you know, late 80s, early 90s, the mom jeans, the, the mm-hmm. grunge, the Doc Martens, the crop tops, the, the, you know, butterfly clips, all that kind of stuff. Charlie's generation is going to be all low cut jeans and handkerchief tops and <laughs> plastic, shimmery, plastic, 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 jelly, oh, no. shimmery eyeshadow. Uh, they just look so cool, though. And their music is so cool. Everything about them is so cool. Anyway, par- <laughs> also, Parker Posey appears to be having the time of her life in this film. She's amazing. She's a treasure. Mm-hmm. She's oh, so yeah. funny. I just don't think that's mentioned enough. I, How just, many, I don't know what it says about me, but I just think of that little food tray that she has. I know. Like, like the six Pringles like that. I just, for some reason, my, my child brain like encapsulated that. I was like, I want one of those one day. I don't care about all that, the money and the cars, but I hope I'm rich enough to have an assorted snack tray. I didn't understand how food or money worked as a child. I love that old scene. She picks up a Pringle, puts it on a plate, Picks the Pringle back up off the plate, starts to put it in her mouth, and then drops it and goes, oh, I'm such a pig. (laughs) It's everything. It's everything. It's just, it's very silly. Anyway. Now, there are three of them. What? Josie and the Pussycats. There are three of them. Three people. Yes. Yes. There are three of us. Oh, okay. (laughs) Who are we all dressing as for Halloween this year? Oh, what? What? Okay. Well, let's see. Um. I, okay, oh, you're costume. You're very clearly the melody in this situation. <laughs> Am I? Tay, I think the question is which one of us is Josie and which one of us is Val. Oh. But I think you, I was gonna say you have to be Val because Val's the more like Val's the the smart, serious one. Yeah. I think that's fair. But I was gonna. I assumed that Riley was Josie and I was Melody. <laughs> That makes me melody. No, I I thought you'd be Josie. I was like, I'm the silly one that says dumb things. Hey, <laughs> Sydney. I, I meant that Melody is still so you know like optimistic and full of hope. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because that's right. me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, where's a quiz I can take that tells me which yeah, one right? I am? I'm sure you can find one. I'm sure there are many. All I, I, I know I'm not a melody. I know that. Nothing well, against hey, melody. I'll, I'll happily take Josie. I was just willing to. I was. I was willing to. I was willing to take the melody. That's like taking the L. I was going to take the melody. I see. I. I'm thrilled to be Val. I didn't think I'd get Val, but I think Val is the strongest of the three. Love Josie. Love Melody. But oh yeah, <laughs> Val, Val's the real winner there. Nine. Uh, Val Val is the reason well she says it in the movie Val's the reason that they became successful really it's true right uh, she led them there for she is Spartacus that's a quote from a different movie um, that's a, also based on a quote from another movie that's not what we're talking about yeah <laughs> it just makes it, it seem like we're doing a whole episode on Josie and the Pussycats it does so we, we've just decided that our, our, our astrological signs are uh, Melody Valerie and uh and uh, Josie, that's <laughs> valid. Name. That's valid. Um, yeah, we were going to talk about astrology because I understand, Riley, that it's making a comeback. Yes. Did it go away? Um. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's always something that like mom was into. 
So well, I think it was. I think you could. It would be fair to say that it, it was probably at its peak popularity back like in the seventies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's where it was a lot more like common to like everybody just talked about it in casual conversation. Yeah. Whereas like to my mind, it's like, well, that's that fun thing some people are into. It's not really my bag. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, I remember middle school, high school, always kind of like, oh, well, I'm a, you know, a Virgo. I'm a Pisces. But, like, no one really knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. Mom always just told me, because she told me, I mean, she was the one that introduced me to all of it, like, told me what she was, what you all were, what I was, and kind of what that meant. And then there's, like, the horoscope things that you could look at that was just very broad, like, the day-to-day mm-hmm. ones that all kind of were the same that mm-hmm. you would get, like, an app for. Or the ones that you would just look online and told you kind of what your astrological sign meant. But I didn't get into it. And I still know people that are more into it than I am. I have like roommates, for example, that are like very into like knowing what all the different planets mean. I didn't even know until like a year ago that there was that your sun sign is the one that you usually know about like your birthday. Mm -hmm. But then there's like your moon, your rising, your Mars, your Jupiter, like all the planets have a sign and all of them control or supposedly control a different aspect of your personality mm-hmm. i didn't know all that until i ha- met a friend at the beginning of my freshman year of college that was like let me do your whole chart and tell you about your entire personality not just that you're a virgo your nativity chart yeah 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 um That's what it's and now i have like this app i know taylor you and i were talking about it called costar mm-hmm. um and all my friends have it pretty much you put in your whole time and place you were born um all that kind of stuff it gives you your whole chart and you can look at your friend's chart it gives you like a little daily thing for your day based on your chart and then what you're having problems with what you're having power in what your pressure is in like all these different things based on your entire chart and you can look at other people's very very big like I always knew about astrology and always kind of knew like what each sign meant but it wasn't until very recently that I knew people and met people who are getting really into and teaching me how to get into, like, the whole thing. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I think, I mean, I think part of it is kind of like when you talk about, like, why people like BuzzFeed quizzes, like, everyone kind of likes hearing about themselves or, like, having someone tell them about their personality. Mm-hmm. Like, you, everyone wants to know it's Josie and the Pussycats character they are because you want to know like more about you as a person and I think that astrology is kind of like that in a sense where it's like oh well this is why I'm like analytical or logical or why sometimes I'm more emotional than I am you know mature and thinking about things like those Mm -hmm. kind of things about your personality that almost help you like understand yourself better and I mean I I know people that are like why would you read into all that all of it's fake and like (laughs) I'm I'm the kind of person that I like reading into it every once in a while because I think it's interesting and I think it's it's cool to read about yourself and know about yourself based on like the planets and where they were when you were born and like what effect this might have on you as a person but also like if people want to get really into it and like chart out their whole birth chart and go deep into what it all means like go ahead (laughs) like even if you're someone who doesn't believe in it at all it doesn't affect you in any way it's not negative for someone to just get really into astrology like it's it's a cool thing to know about and to learn about and even like I'm not someone who I will admit I don't know the most about it I kind of know what like sun moon and rising mean beyond that it's just like I I can't fully understand all of it there's just too many signs too many planets for me to get it not that I don't want to it's just a lot but like just let people be into what they're into like I think it's cool and if you don't then just don't don't read about it <laughs> don't get into it I, I i agree i do think some i mean i feel like some people could kind of make it too serious and i feel bad sometimes for certain signs like look i'm, I'm a capricorn and to me it's like oh that's boring i do math and i'm boring but i, I really <laughs> i really feel for the scorpios and i've had scorpio friends be yeah. like yeah i hate astrology because i'm a scorpio <laughs> It's like, oh, everybody thinks you're a demon. Like, yeah, and like, you know, certain sides. It reminds me of like uh, in, in Japanese culture, like they're really focused on blood types. 
mm-hmm. and there's literally like a like like the B blood type gets a lot of hate because they're like the outliers. They're the the ones that don't get along with people. They're very <laughs> selfish, and like there's even there, I can't remember the term in Japanese, but it's literally like hate like people like have prejudice against people with B blood types. Like getting yeah. a job is is like if they see that like oh no you're not going to get along in the team you have you're a like B a, blood type. You're a mud blood. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just like I hope like don't don't catch on that much that they look at your resume and they're like wait a second like you're a Scorpio? No, we don't want that drama here at our restaurant. <laughs> it is funny because uh that mom of course is very into astrology yeah. and that was something she said right off the bat when I started dating Justin. Mm-hmm. he's a scorpio he's a scorpio that's right yeah. he is <laughs> and it's funny because he's he's uh one of the least scorpio yeah people and that's yeah. always you know and yeah i, I mean he's in he's he's there's nothing manipulative or right whatever about the j-man he's, and he's very nice and open and kind yeah and kind of undermines a lot of the stereotypical right things but then i my guess would be that somebody who is really into astrology would say, well, let me do his whole chart, his whole chart. and yeah. I'll explain that's exactly to you it. why. Because <laughs> that's, that's what, like, that what's was, his moon? What's his rising? Yeah. And, and I don't my, know. I don't know. That was always my whole question with astrology before I had someone actually sit down and explain all of it to me was like, well, I'm a Virgo. And I honestly, most of the time, usually fit a lot of the the broad stereotypes that come along with that. But I knew people that were also Virgos who I thought were very different from me. Or like I have one roommate who's an Aquarius and another friend who's an Aquarius. But they are both very different people. And then uh, my roommate who is really into astrology sat me down and was like, okay, that's your son, which is a lot of your personality. But the way that your energy is determined, the way your chart should be read is set by your rising. And the way you make certain decisions and the way you react to certain things is determined by your moon. And you have to look at everything. So like... The reason I feel so strongly I fit the Virgo stereotype is because I am a Virgo sun and a Virgo moon, and I am a Capricorn rising, Ah. which also shares a lot of personality traits with Virgo. So she said, that's why you feel like you identify a lot with that stereotype, because all of it goes in there. I'm like a Virgo squared. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm I'm a a, a Capricorn sun, but then everything else is Pisces. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And see, that makes sense, because... That's mom, why you're so much like mom. Yeah, mom is a well, Pisces, I, and mom was always like Pisces <laughs> are creative and artsy and and you know. No, it's like composed, emotional. like got it together, outer shell with just a tumultuous sea of feelings on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I am so together, I'm so focused, I'm so like like practical. But oh, please, please somebody just love me. <laughs> Talk to me about the stars. <laughs> Uh, what is it? There are those books, book titles based on each sign that were going around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And the uh, Pisces was the art of uh, forgetting I exist and last minute cancellations. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. What was the mom. Virgo one that you told me that I felt fit me very the well? The title was just disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I felt like that's Riley a lot of times looking at things just going disgusting. <laughs> disgusting (laughs) mine was uh how to lose friends (laughs) which is totally fair that is that's that's aries that's how to lose friends by aries yep i'm i'm very good at that i uh i saw on twitter oh here they are they were astrology pencils so like they're all writing pencils but each pack was dedicated to each sign and like they're all different colors based on like the color palette i guess of that sign but then each of them had a title like a little phrase and the Virgo one said things like um I excel in random worst case scenarios uh let me overthink that I cough now I'm dead nobody's perfect except Virgos and like they have all of these packs for all of the signs and they just like I always find things like that so funny like yes please tell me please read me and clock me because of all the worst aspects of my (laughs) astrological sign yeah I think I think there's an inclination not just because if we're all being honest, we like talking and thinking about ourselves and we really like Absolutely. when other people oh, talk yeah. and think about us too. Like, oh no, you tell me about me now. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do. And that's okay. That's that's very human. That's a very normal thing. Uh, but we also like, I, I think that it's nice sometimes to be able to put yourself into like a framework and mm-hmm. feel like you make sense. 
like your yeah. your actions and your thoughts and your feelings make sense. I think sometimes that can help you um, figure out where you fit in in the world. And I'm not saying that it's not always a good thing. It's a double-edged sword. I think that it can constrain you at times right. if you buy into that yeah. too much. But I think that on another level, it's as harmless as like everybody has picked their Hogwarts house. Yeah. I don't feel like I am limited <laughs> by my Hogwarts house. <laughs> it's like a fun thing I identify as for yeah. fun, but I don't I don't think that like I have changed fundamentally the way that I interact with the world. And I think astrology can be for some of us as harmless as yeah. that. It's like an interesting way of looking and thinking about yourself. But it does not define what you're going to do tomorrow. Right. I'm not going to go out and make decisions based on the fact that I'm an Aries. Yeah. You know, I, I honestly, <laughs> there are people I know that I think get like, oh, why would you pay attention to astrology? Like, that's not real or whatever. Are the same people that when I tell them, I'm like, honestly, every time I take the Pottermore test or like a BuzzFeed quiz about which Hogwarts house I am, I'm always 50-50 split between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. I'm usually never one or the other. Or I always go back and forth. They always get offended. Like, no, you're one or the other. You can't be both. This isn't <laughs> divergent. Like, you have to pick one. There has to be one you're most like. And I'm like, what? It's a fictional world this what, is a what different fictional world it's not divergent <laughs> it's it's hogwarts and you can only be in one house i'm like i'm sorry but unfortunately i don't really get to go to hogwarts so this isn't a problem i have to concern myself with is that why you're double majoring riley <laughs> yeah because i got a double major at hogwarts <laughs> i'm an english major because i'm a gryffindor i guess and i'm a political science major because i'm a ravenclaw I feel like that would be the opposite. I or would the opposite. Those, I would put the, the opposite. Flip those. Yeah. yeah. But th you're forgetting a crucial element to this. What? The sorting hat takes your preference into, into consideration, you know, so. I don't know which <laughs> one I prefer. You, you could have just picked. Yeah. I know, but you like, honestly. ended up in one. I, yeah. But which ones? And then I can't pick. I'm very indecisive. If only there was a sorting hat, you wouldn't have so much homework. Exactly. <laughs> Although, yeah. I know some, I know we're, we're like, aha, no one takes their Hogwarts house seriously, but I've definitely been in conversations with people. Like, I remember vividly a conversation with someone who was talking about a friend of theirs who had like a, a weird awakening where they'd always identified it as a Hufflepuff and then they realized, you know what? I'm a Slytherin and they completely changed as a human. And I'm like, that's oh, a shift. I could believe that happened though. <laughs> that's a, very, that's two ends of the spectrum right there. Right? I would, like, that's would a life that, change. I would say that, uh, I have many thoughts on that. <laughs> you know what? Before <laughs> before we explore uh, using Hogwarts houses to guide your life decisions, let's check the group message. Okay. I uh, said let's go to the money zone. That's not our show. No, that's not our show. <laughs> that's, that's probably like a TM violation. I'm sorry. <laughs> Justin, please don't. Justin, don't please sue don't my sue sister. Us. <laughs> Get sued by your uh, husband. <laughs> Still Buffering is supported in part this week by Dashlane. Now, what is Dashlane, you may ask? What is Dashlane? What is Dashlane? Dashlane <laughs> is a password. We've we've done ads for them before. You really should know. You Dashlane asked us to ask. <laughs> is a password management app that solves all your how-to password problems by keeping all your online information safe, secure, encrypted, and easy to access. Uh, the great thing about this is if you're like me, the idea of having to remember, it's not that I couldn't remember multiple passwords, but I would never remember which one goes with which For sure. thing. That would definitely be a problem. And then nowadays, because, you know, passwords have to be so fancy, they can't just be like one, two, three, four anymore. Can't be password. That was always my go-to. They can't no. be password. They can't just be your cat's name. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it can be. <laughs> they need like numbers and characters and capitalizations. They've got to be really complicated so that you can keep everything safe. And Dashlane is going to remember all your passwords and also like which things they go to, which is key. Because if you try too many of the wrong thing, like you, so a lot you of things out. Will kick you out. Yeah. Uh, and they'll autofill all your login information, syncing automatically across your computer, your phone, your tablet. E it even stores payment details, which will save you a lot of trouble and a lot of typing, too. Yeah. Uh, they can generate super strong passwords. So if you're not sure, is this password secure enough? Dashlane can cover it for you. 
And you don't have to worry about it getting lost because they hold it in an ultra secure password vault that only you can unlock. I like the idea of an actual vault that's just called the password vault. And there's just words floating around everywhere. It's a virtual one. It's just full of post-its. Just uh, (laughs) post-its. No, they're very professional. It's not that. It's not, it's not a safe full of post-its, we promise. That's, that's what, I just have a drawer full of post-its. It's, it's better yeah. than that. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Dashlane, where should they go? All right. You can go to dashlane.com slash stillbuffering, and you can get Dashlane free on your first device. As a special offer for Still Buffering fans, they're even offering a 30-day free trial of Dashlane Premium, which includes VPN, dark web monitoring, and more. Uh, if you like it, use code STILLBUFFERING at checkout to save 10% on your premium subscription. So head on over to dashlane.com slash STILLBUFFERING. Sisters, I want to tell you about Away, the makers of world-class luggage. Ooh. We've talked about Away before on here, but I love Away as a college student who is always on the go, always going on trips, always on the move, moving between houses and dorms. Away is the bag I go to because they designed a bag that solved a few old problems like sticky wheels and a few new ones like dead cell phones, which I think is maybe one of my favorite parts of an away bag that you can charge your phone out of your bag. You don't have to find one of those crowded, you know, outlet stations at the airport. Mm -hmm. Just charge it from your bag. I think that was the best part. One of the trips I went on with my class of students at school, they were all trying to find somewhere to plug their phone and I was like, y'all don't even worry about it. Look what I got right here in the back of my bag. You were the coolest one. I was the coolest one. All because of Away. And they have nine colors and four sizes and all the carry-on sizes are compliant with all major U.S. airlines. Um, They also offer a 100-day trial and a lifetime warranty. So if anything breaks, they'll fix it or replace it for you for life. So you get, you know, a wheel that doesn't work anymore. I know that I carried around a suitcase for a really long time that just didn't roll because mom dropped it. So I just kind of dragged it around the airport for months. Um, but that's never happened with my away bag. But even if it ever did, they would fix it and replace it for so you. So mom drops forever. your away bag, you're covered. Yeah, there I'd be go. covered, um, which I hope she would never do. I like my away bag too much. Um, so Taylor, if our listeners want to check out away, what should they do? Well, you should go to awaytravel.com slash buffering and use promo code buffering during checkout for $20 off a suitcase. So you can get 20 bucks off, go to waytravel.com slash buffering and use promo code buffering at checkout. I have to say my one complaint with my away bag is that now that I have one, all of my friends want to borrow it all the time. So I often <laughs> don't have one. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know that was a problem you could have in life. Too many people want to borrow your cool suitcase, but away has made that problem. Yeah. So, so if you get one, don't tell your friends. Exactly. Yeah, keep a, <laughs> keep a secret. secret. <laughs> Uh, so back to uh, astrology. Yes. And yes. not just Hogwarts houses. Yes. Um, I think what, I think that it's funny. It, it could be, again, I can see this in both lights because I, I like to think about a lot of these things as almost kind of like therapeutic tools. Yeah. I've said this before about like the way that I personally approach things like tarot cards because, mm-hmm. uh, because our mom likes to read our cards mm-hmm. or anybody's cards she'll read anybody's cards mm-hmm. she doesn't take money for it she refuses she's very serious about that it's always for free yeah i don't know why that would be a problem for anyone but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think the only people that would be a problem for are people that do charge for their readings and they're like okay then wait don't set a precedent that's <laughs> yeah. not fair <laughs> i read tarot cards for exposure <laughs> no <laughs> No, that's true. That's true. Uh, but I, I've always kind of looked at it as sort of like kind of a therapy session. Like, I don't necessarily, this is my personal opinion, I don't necessarily believe that the cards are telling me about my future or anything or can tell me about events that are going to happen or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but I do think that your what you bring to the table, your interpretation of what the cards say or indicate or what the person who's reading them for you tells you I think that the way that you see that in in like relation to your own life can be it can help you with introspection yeah it can help you with like self-realization it can it can really help you kind of 
maybe unlock some of those things that you already knew on some level about mm -hmm. yourself or about your life or about decisions you needed to make but weren't ready to see or accept. And, and I think that there are a lot of different tools you can use to do that. Mm -hmm. um, I think what we think of as traditional therapy can do that. Mm -hmm. Great, um, obviously. But I also think that some people can interact with things like that to do that. And I, I can see where an, an astrological reading could also kind of like, this is a quality that in theory I possess, but I don't feel like I, I embrace that or I allow it to help me the way it could. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that like, I am supposed to be very confident my, based on my sign. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be arrogant even. An Aries. Arrogant, <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> and I would say that I was never like that when I was younger. As I've gotten older, I have tried harder to embrace that part of myself. Yeah. Um, and I, I wouldn't say it's because of my astrological sign that yeah. I embraced it or because, like, I'm an Aries. I should be confident. I am confident now. Um, but I did realize that I had that ability. I just wasn't embracing it yeah. i think i think probably my mastery of a certain subject area helped me a lot more than anything else but i have embraced that now and i think it has helped me in my adult life yeah so i think astrology can do that yeah and i mean even for like maybe i know that every astrological website i've looked at or app it's always like here's the really good parts of being your sign and yeah. here's the really bad ones like here's your negative personality traits and i think even for me it's been like am i maybe too analytical or judgmental of other people sometimes am i maybe <coughs> too uh sydney is looking and taylor just like <laughs> are you <laughs> both of us are like <laughs> yes i am and that's something that like you have someone tell you this is what your sign maybe means to some people and i'm like oh shoot darn that's me but like <laughs> then you can you could think about those parts of your life and like even if it's not your stars and like the placement of the planets when you were born determining that personality trait if you do carry that personality trait and it just happens to fit it's something you can think about and just like try to avoid in in, sure. in the future yeah well and i do i don't know i mean I think that this anything that inspires self-evaluation is is not to be written off and a lot of these yes. things that because I, I it's funny I remember doing and I don't know like I, I feel like I've mentioned this before like my weird teen rebellion because our mother is a very lovely person always was very into astrology and analysis <laughs> I remember yeah. doing a report in my astronomy class about disproving astrology based on the things that people would claim astrology how they affects us like magnetic fields or like gravitational pulls from planets when you're born affect yeah like you you in the like uterus and that's how you become what you are and like proving like a microwave has more effect on us like uh you know a tree outside of your delivery room has more gravitational pull than pluto and that's all how could you like, do that to our mother i know i feel i regret that like you know like <laughs> other teens like had serious rebellion my rebellion was that i did a powerpoint presentation disproving astrology <laughs> that's what i did and i feel very sorry about that now um but you know i think that you know anything that like if, it, if this stuff exists, if it doesn't, it's something that I don't think science could quantify. Like, I don't think looking for an no. explanation. No, of course it can't. Uh, but the idea of anything that inspires you to look at yourself, reflect on your actions, and question how to be a better version of yourself, I don't think is bad. Because ultimately, I think personality and, and the way we present ourselves is a construction. It's something that we make. So I, mm -hmm. I think that there aren't these hard rules that, that like make us exist but i do think that like considering how you present yourself is always a good thing mm -hmm. yeah yeah now they should not interfere with medicine because no. i know <laughs> i've talked about this on another podcast that i won't name <laughs> i've done astrology and medicine and it has nothing to do with like why you're sick or what medicine would work for you no or any of that no. um so it should it should stay far away from medical science <laughs> I think we but can other than that, that. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, because I, I mean, I agree with you. I think I think it's like a lot of things that you can just use to help understand yourself and how you interact with the world. Yeah. Um, and there's no there's no problem with that. No. Um, especially, I think, when you're kind of in your formative years, Riley. Yeah. Trying to figure out who you are. You saying I am? I, I am. Yeah. 
But I think that's why you get into it. I mean, I remember getting into that like when I was in my teens because it, it made sense. It was something that I could take that was like, this is me. Like, where can I, like, can I build off of that? Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's something that you can attach yourself to, which is what yeah. you're looking for when you're a teenager. Yeah. And I think it definitely, it's like you said, Sid, it helps me like embrace the parts of my personality maybe that I didn't used to feel or like or like want to represent. Mm-hmm. Um and use those in the, in the classroom or like what I want to do with my career and use them to the best that they can be used, I guess, like make them positive parts of my personality. Um, but I, I, I think it's just like, I like learning about myself. And sometimes when you're like a teenager or in college, like your young adult years, you're not very good at learning about yourself just like through introspection entirely on your own and sometimes it takes things like I mean I go to therapy and that helps me learn about myself and I learn about astrology and that helps me learn about myself Mm. I take BuzzFeed quizzes about you know which Josie and the Pussycats character I am which by the way I took one while we were doing this podcast and it told me I was Josie anyways well uh those things all help you (laughs) they all help you learn about yourself without you having to put in like that initial work of like let me sit down and think about who I am as a person it kind of like gives you like a guideline right like your astrological sign the fact that I'm a Virgo kind of tells me things about myself and then I can sit down and look at those things and think about myself it doesn't require as much like deep thought about who I am as a person our human brains need these constructs it, yeah. You can't just sit down and say, I'm going to ask myself the question, who am I? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then slowly I'll uncover the answer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well I, I mean, mean it's, yeah. it, it's not that simple. <laughs> you need some sort of construct. I mean, even like how old you are plays into that and like your age and like the societal standards of like what you should be doing at 18 and what you yes. should be doing at 21 and what you should be doing by the time you're 30. Like all those things play into how you see yourself too, because then... I mean, it's just, it feeds into the whole where you are compared to other people and what you're doing compared to what you should be doing or are supposed to be doing. And it's just, astrology is another one of those things. And I think sometimes it's just like a more fun, lighter one of those things than like, oh no, I'm almost 20 and I'm graduating college in less than two years. What am I doing with my life? It's It's a little like easier, lighter, like oh I'm a Virgo and you know <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I do I do think that the aspect of CoStar that allows you to see other people's charts and like compatibility in real time is a little intimidating yeah. like that's the one part yes. of it where it's like I it's, it's funny I, I will say the my introduction to CoStar was uh one of my queer friends saying like this is the new like what kind of bars do you go to to figure out if somebody's queer it's do you use CoStar now clearly like I have <laughs> Now it's caught on enough among my straight friends that I realize it's just a, yeah. it's just a thing that everybody does. But uh, it, it is it was very intimidated in that facet. It's like a weird underground queer dating method where it's like, but I'm gonna give you everything. <laughs> I'm gonna give you my chart. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you're gonna meet me. No. <laughs> yeah. That's a little much. It is. It is a right? lot. It's a little intimidating. I um, don't even like people. I like the, like the aspect of it. Name. <laughs> yeah (laughs) no I don't I wouldn't want to start with that yeah (laughs) I like the aspect of it where you can see based on your friends like oh you're having trouble in your self-confidence today this is similar to and then it lists like three of your other friends it's like they're also having this or like you're feeling powerful in your work life today it's like so are these friends It's like oh look at us go look at us guys look how good we're doing and I think that while like I can see a lot of from as a parent, as a sister, as a doctor, I can see a lot of benefits to like connecting people like that. Yeah, I can. I could make a lot of arguments on the positive side. I can see the downfalls. I can see the kind of the things that would be worrisome. But but I can make a lot of arguments on the positive side there too. I but I think that's why. And as a as a scientist, I, I feel like this is something I try to stick to a lot. Something doesn't have to be a science to be valid Mm -hmm. and important to humans if your belief system is this is is astrology and it's a belief you have it's not based on actual like proven scientific fact it's just a belief you have Mm -hmm. and that's where it lives in your life 
there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. It's like any other belief system. Yeah. I think that's why the two can both be valid and important, but they're very different. Mm-hmm. Medicine is a science. It's a science that proven we're... Proven by fact. Yes, proven by fact and evidence, and it's something that we are learning more about every single day. But it is when we make decisions in medicine, we do them based on past fact that has shown it is the best decision we can make in this situation. Mm -hmm. That is not what astrology is, and that's fine. It doesn't have to be. I think that's part of what can, like, make things seem, like, silly or trite or delegitimize them is if you're trying to force them into a framework that they – that really – they were never made for astrology mm-hmm. was never made to be it shouldn't be a science it's a it's what people call it a pseudoscience well it's just not a science at all right. why don't we just call it it's a belief system and it's fine yeah and it can be you know important and valid and we've talked about it as fun for us for some people it can be very meaningful and mm-hmm. important just like any other what we would think of as more traditional belief system sure. and they don't have to be sciences to be valid they they don't get to prove truth because mm-hmm. they're belief systems but they can be your personal truth that you believe very deeply and hold. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I think sometimes it's like it, everything has to be one in order for it to be valid and it, and it doesn't. I agree. For sure. Um, as long as those belief systems, that's the only thing I would ever worry about is that even more traditional belief systems, I think, can make people feel constrained and like they can't be their true self Mm -hmm. right i think anything that allows you to open up to who you could be can also has the potential to close you off from who you are if you believe in it so strongly and follow the rules so closely i think we see that with a lot of traditional belief systems which make people feel repressed Mm -hmm. and unable to be themselves and i i don't think we see that with astrology (laughs) as much But I do. I, but I, I guess it could. I, I guess it could. I get what you're saying because it's like if you. I don't know. I keep. I keep partially on Scorpios. I'm out of sympathy for them. I only bring it up. But it's like if you grow up being like everybody's telling you, like, oh no, you're a Scorpio. Like, is there some point where you're just like, yeah, that's right. I'm gonna emotionally destroy you because I'm a Scorpio. I can't help it. <laughs> like, is is sorry? Is the reason we have that as a proven fact just because Scorpios grow up being told that and they're like, well, what can I do? Like, you can expect <laughs> it from me anyway. Yeah, I mean, that's you know, that's. I, but see, the the flip side of that is we also remember we used to have that book that was uh, sexual astrology. Ah, yes. No, I want to forget still that. Has I want to forget that. And if you, I mean, if Scorpios want to see a place where they're redeemed, <laughs> read the book Sexual Astrology. But see, that's still unfair to them. It's like, yeah, you're <laughs> you're an emotional disaster, but you're good in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like. It, it's pretty glowing. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Scorpios. I don't know. I'm going to say like, I commiserate as a boring, boring Capricorn. Like, I'm just like, I, just, <laughs> I, feel. I make art and I do funny voices and I'm an interesting person. I don't know how to do math. And I would like to say that I'm not always angry. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> well. <laughs> it's 2019. We're all angry a we little bit all, all the time. We are all always angry. True. I just mean, like, in my entire life, I haven't always been angry. (laughs) Maybe I have. No, you're valid. (laughs) Yeah. To me, it reminds me, I don't know if you all have done either of these, but it reminds me of, like, the Myers-Briggs or the Enneagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like both of those. I just like taking quizzes and learning (laughs) about myself. I love taking quizzes. Like, I am an INFJ, according to the Myers-Briggs, and I am a type 2, according to the Enneagram, and I am a Virgo with a Virgo moon and a Capricorn rising. And I take all these pieces and I, and I'm a Ravenclaw and a Gryffindor and I'm and I'm a Josie apparently. And I'd like, this is who I am. This is my identity. Let me tell you about myself, but (laughs) it's just fun. Like I, I think it's fun. And if you're in the astrology, CoStar is a cool app. There's also one that one of my roommates showed me called Horos, like the first part of horoscope, like H O R O S. And it tells you, like, this is your chart and the balance of, like, fire and water and earth and air. And also, like, your balance of yin and yang. And it goes a little bit more in depth with, like, your your future, like, career path, whatever. Like, how you view career, how you view love, how you view it, friendships. I do feel bad that now that, I mean, I, it's so much easier and cooler now that it's on your phone. Yeah. That they're apps. And at, that certainly would take a lot less time than it used to with a nativity chart. Yeah. I remember mom doing those nativity charts and those take a long time oh, yeah. to do the entire thing, yeah. all the numbers and things. And, um, 
this would be a lot faster, but I I do regret that you'll never see those uh, rolled up horoscope things. Do you remember those, Taylor, that they used to sell at like the cash register oh, at a supermarket? That's right. I guess they don't anymore. They're like these scrolls. And you could get one for your sign. Mm-hmm. They had all different colored ones, and each sign was a different color. And you would, and they were cheap. They were just, you know, like a less than a buck. Mm-hmm. And you would unroll them, and they're these big long scrolls, and it would tell you about like your sign and like general information, and then like specific for like the next. I don't remember how long they went. Was it the whole year? Or? I think they were. I think they were year long. You would get them for the but year. The, yeah, but they but they always used to have. I remember that oh every gosh. time you checked out at like a drugstore or a supermarket or whatever, there were these. I bet you can find those online somewhere. Those were fun, That'd or like so the horoscope cool. a day calendars mm-hmm. and things. I yeah. guess you don't really need those anymore. Or checking the newspaper. Yeah. Does anybody check That's the right. newspaper for their Are they even in the newspaper anymore? I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, I bet you. I bet you they're in the local paper. Hmm. That seems like a local paper thing to keep yeah. the horoscopes running. Hmm. But I do. It's funny we we brought up tarot cards a few times as a psychological tool, and I think it's the same. I think you look at all these, all those things you listed, Riley. It's like you get all this information that's supposedly given to you about yourself, and you the stuff that you attach yourself to, the facts, facts in quotation marks that you attach yourself to about yourself, gives you a window into who you are. It's just you know, yeah. It's a constructed yeah. identity from like offered ideas, which is what we it all is. do anyway. With music, with Absolutely, art, with yeah. movies, with books, with school, yeah. with what? Yeah, school. Yeah, with everything, with people around us, people yeah. we interact with. Like, I want to be more like that person's trait, and I'm going to try to be more like that. I don't want to be like that person's trait. Maybe <laughs> less like that. Like, that's how we, yeah. Yeah. And also, it, now they make makeup palettes about all the astrological signs, and they always know what kind of colors I like as a Virgo. They're always very basic. They're always very neutral. Oh, I bet Capricorn is, Capricorn does is just just beige <laughs> no that's usually what virgo oh, really? is it's usually just like brown <laughs> aries is always red y- yes let's which i do that is the only toenail polish i ever use so i don't know maybe they're right or maybe i did it because they told me to, i don't know we'll never know we'll never know oh. we'll never know joke, the only thing <laughs> the only thing we know for sure is that no one should remake the princess bride that's the only yes. thing. Uh, or The Craft, which <laughs> is getting a remake. It's already cast. Oh, no. It's already cast. It's happening. I thought they were going to do oh. a continuation, which I was here for. But no, they're just remaking the movie. That's what I thought. Oh. Feruza Balk in that movie is, I I don't have enough adjectives to, to describe how much her performance means uh. and how important and perfect it is and how no one could ever do that. No, no. Um, I mean, lots of good performances, good movie all around, but just as a standout for I me. I agree. Yeah. Uh, and yes, The Princess Bride never should be remade. I think it is the only issue <laughs> that has united us all. <laughs> no, no matter what else we believe or how terrible or wonderful any of us are, <laughs> we all agree on one thing, Hollywood. <laughs> Please don't remake The Princess Bride. Please don't Bride. remake The Princess Bride. Can- Please. Can someone campaign on that platform so we get a different <laughs> president? <laughs> can someone take that up? Because you'll win. It's apparently the one thing we can agree on. I, Taylor, that's such a scary <laughs> proposition because I was looking through I was looking through Twitter to see like all the people who were saying the same thing I was, which was please please don't do this. Please do not do this. And among them was Ted Cruz. Oh, and I no. was like, no. 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 <laughs> there can't be something that Ted Cruz and I are on the same side of. Oh, no. This can't have happened. But that's it. See, there you go. That's gonna. That's the thing that we'll reach across the aisles for. It's the Princess Bride. <laughs> we cu- we couldn't get behind stopping the planet from burning, but yeah. we could get behind. And that's why the planet deserves to burn. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was dark. I apologize. <laughs> No, we don't mean that. We just really love the Princess Bride. Yes. Would rather not see it remade, please. Make a new movie about something else. Or Buttercup's Baby. No, don't even. Uh. I think that. No. It's funnier. <laughs> so they as, just got sad. It's funnier as a joke. He, he never finished. Well, it. There, there never was one, Sid. That was one of the end jokes, right? The meta humor of the book. He wrote, but he wrote a chapter. Oh, really? Oh. 
Yeah, there was one chapter at the end of one of the. Yeah. I have like five at the copies. End of the edition, the, the edition you gave me has it at the end. Yes, I have. I have multiple editions, and one of them had one. The first chapter of Buttercup's Baby, Waverly, and then that was it. And now we'll, uh, I'm going to cry if I think about this too much. Um, just in case anyone's wondering, according to this BH Cosmetics makeup palette, uh, Aries is pink shimmery shadow with a pink matte one capricorn is blue light blue shimmery with a light blue matte oh. and virgo is like burnt orange and light orange shimmery i never get <laughs> so, blue that's nice you got blue wow. well wow. I've, I've never worn pink in my life now you have to so i guess now's the yep. time uh all right well thank you sisters go Often. Thank you, sister. <laughs> Enjoy your uh, horoscopes today. I Thanks. hope they're good. I hope the stars align to bring you. Mine told me to expand my mind today. Ah, so. Oh yeah, wow. you get you get the co-star updates, like the weird little things that you wake up. Yeah, so- I got it like six minutes ago. <laughs> Sometimes they're really on point. Today, mine was like, when danger is oncoming, trees warn each other through their root system, and I'm like, okay, how is that supposed to tell me okay. like what emails <laughs> to answer today? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's a cool fact. It is though. very cool. Yeah. A lot of mine have to do with trees. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> trees. I like trees. Relate to the trees. Uh I also like podcasts. And if you like podcasts, you should go to maximumfun.org <laughs> and go listen to some podcasts while you contemplate trees. Or sure. share with them. Or whatever. Trees are great. Uh thank you, sisters. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> You can tweet at us at Still Buff all of your great tree facts. Oh, you can no. email us great oh, no. tree facts. Pro tree. <laughs> Still lobby. buffering. What is happening? Still buffering at maximumfun.org. And thank you to the Novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I, I was, was too. too. I guess being pro tree is something that someone should get mad at us for. <laughs> we should all be pro tree. Yeah, we're all pro tree, right? Yeah. Across the earth's lungs. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Courtney Enlow. I'm Brent Black, and we're the hosts of Trends Like These. Trends Like These is an internet news show where we take the stories trending on social media and go beyond the headlines. We'll give you the actual facts of the story and not just the knee-jerk reactions. Plus, we end every episode with a ray of hope that we call the Wi-Fi of the week. So join us every Friday on Maximum Fun. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Trends Like These. Real-life friends talking internet trends. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.